Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name's Allison Klein. We're coming to you from Microsoft Ignite in Orlando, and I'm delighted to be joined by Chris Spanton, Senior Architect of Blockchain at T-Mobile. Welcome, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Chris, why don't you just start with an introduction about your job at T-Mobile and T-Mobile's engagement with blockchain? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I joined T-Mobile as we started to build our business out into the cloud. I did a lot of work on identity management systems and how we could scale into the cloud with a company the size of T-Mobile. And blockchain really came about as a solution to the use cases that I was experiencing from working in identity management there. It turns out that blockchain can provide a lot of compelling features to us in an architecture, things like immutability and non-repudiatability of transactions. And as we looked at building our next generation solutions for identity management, it really solidified on blockchain as a key component of that. Now, most people associate blockchain with cryptocurrency or even just the financial sector. We see it applying to a number of different industries. Tell me about how T-Mobile views, you've talked about some of the use cases, but why is this important for comms and cloud architectures? Yeah, blockchain has been something that certainly has great use cases in digital asset management, whether that's cryptocurrency or otherwise. If you take that concept of a digital asset and apply that to an entitlement for permissions, you suddenly have a type of scenario where you can manage permissioning within an enterprise like T-Mobile in a very different way than you've ever been able to before. Uh, things like consensus between nodes can provide Byzantine fault tolerance in your architectures rather than just traditional fault tolerance where you can lose a node and maintain a stable infrastructure. That's really compelling for us. Now, you've been working on a solution for T-Mobile, and tell me about the solution that you're working on and how you've used blockchain to apply. Next Directory is the solution we're working on. We've taken and contributed that to the Hyperledger project. Mm -hmm. Leveraging Sawtooth, something that Intel was a huge part of contributing to Hyperledger, we're able to build a directory service solution that can meet not only the usability requirements of a business like T-Mobile and make it easier for our teams to support the processes that allow them to be efficient in their work, but at the end of the day, it allows us to audit and perform governance and review on that data in a very efficient way. You mentioned Hyperledger Sawtooth. This is an open source framework for blockchain that many in the industry, including Intel and Microsoft, have worked on. Why did you choose Hyperledger for your solution? That's a really fantastic question. When we started looking at blockchain as a potential technology that can make our identity management processes more auditable, we looked at a number of different solutions. Sawtooth was certainly one of those, and what stood out to me were a couple of key characteristics. One, the pluggable consensus mechanisms allowed us to look at things like PBFT, or practical Byzantine fault tolerance. But beyond that, they had also built a consensus algorithm called POET, proof of elapsed time. And proof of elapsed time is really a great consensus algorithm that has the ability to interface with Intel's SGX architecture chips and move the consensus process out of software and into hardware. 
That really speeds up the process of consensus between nodes and improves the security because that trusted execution environment that SGX brings protects us from malware that may be persistent in an operating system lying over the top of that. So you're creating, with Poet, you're creating a hardware-based secure enclave. Why is that important, other than just performance? Yeah, performance is a key driver there. When we looked at how blockchain might impact developing solution, the public chain infrastructure solutions for consensus like proof of work were clearly out of the question. It just didn't make sense in a business environment when we had trusted nodes. But beyond just the performance of Poet, that ability to protect the Oncave from malware that might be running on an operating system above it and protect that leader election process from that malware was really an important decision-making criteria. Now I know that you're also using core capabilities of Microsoft's Azure Active Directory. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, Azure's doing a lot of really cool stuff that we're excited about. Beyond just providing Azure Active Directory functionality, Azure Confidential Computing is an implementation of those SGX chips. So we can take that hardware-based technology and still scale into the cloud and deploy infrastructure solutions using cloud-compatible tool sets to leverage that capability. Next Directory has been around for about a year. Tell me about the development in that time and what's next for Next Directory? In the last year, we've gone from the POC phase of the Next Directory where we took a existing set of functionality in our identity management business and translated that to the blockchain powered architecture stack. We have then looked at how our business is going to need to leverage identity management in the coming years and started building out those capabilities into the tool set. We've built a new UI on top of this API-based interface that leverages intelligent solution design, a chat-based conversational interface, and an easier data flow, right? When Next launched, it was a prove out the capability of this platform using blockchain. And now we're getting to the point where we have a design philosophy at T-Mobile that software should be wonderful to use. And as we kind of make the change from being a technology consumer to being a technology producer, it's really important to us to implement that design philosophy into the software that we're releasing out there into the open source world. It's a lot more than just serving the functions that we need it to serve. It's actually having people have a good experience using it, make their workflows better. And I think that makes a happier workforce at the end of the day. Well, I love that philosophy. I think we have the same philosophy at Intel about delivering technology that's wonderful to use. And it sounds like our Intel SGX was something that contributed to Next Directory's success. Congratulations on that. What's next for T-Mobile in this space in terms of further development with blockchain? Yeah, blockchain is a really interesting space that has an opportunity to impact companies like T-Mobile in a number of ways. Without saying anything specifically about places we might be looking at it, if you look at the general use cases around blockchain, things like supply chain management, IoT enablement, and of course, identity management and governance, those are things that are really important to our business. So those are things that we'll keep an eye on as the industry grows and the technology moves along with the industry to see if there's a good opportunity for us. Well, Chris, I can't wait to hear more. Very exciting development, and it's a really interesting use case 
Where can folks find out more about Next Directory and get engaged? Yeah, I think the best place to look is by visiting opensource.tmobile.com. We'll link to the Next Directory GitHub repo there and more information about the project, as well as some of the other open source technologies that we've taken from our business and contributed out there to the community. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.